Hello and welcome to FTP for Triathlon People episode 53. 53. <laughs> Here is. we are. <laughs> okay. We had a, a nice live intro there from your buddy Cam, who is unprepared for the episode, allegedly. No, I prepared sort of, but Morgan's making me do this semi on the fly. Because here's what happens. Because we're not with Matt and Paige and our buddy Oakley, we're we don't actually show up to like recording. And so we like stop we like end our episode of Mad Men. We're laying on the couch and we say, It's time to record, boys and girls. And Mad Men is just our current binge. We're almost not our finished binge, with not it. A binge. It's our nightly one episode. Yeah. That we have time for. Uh, Are we like old people? Pretty much, yeah. I saw a TikTok. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this. I have TikTok now, so... <laughs> have you, okay, so ask her actually a question. How is the triathlon presence on TikTok? Have you searched for any triathletes? Oh my gosh, no. Now you're putting me on the spot. Well, that's Would what, you that's like me to? I can pause this right now. No, no. I, that's, I want that to be uh, research. Okay. I want to see... Because I know that a lot of like triathlon ambassadors not necessarily like the pros but like the like age groupers who are super popular on social media have gotten into the realm of re- the reels the instagram reels but i don't know yeah what the tiktok side i was just gonna say like. that about instagram like i've seen like ellen what's her name the cyclist yeah. she's a mountain biker out here and she does a lot of like almost like the influencer reels. content on Instagram. Right. Cause I feel like the big, like I don't, I don't know what the actual numbers are, but I feel like Instagram is the biggest social media, at least for like, I don't know. I feel like I it's the biggest social media. I think for the demographic, the triathlete demographic. It makes TikTok or sorry. Instagram, Instagram makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that'd be an interesting. I want to see, I want to know if okay, all, these, into it. all these like companies and athletes have TikToks or if they are sticking to Instagram. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, do you want to start with what our, like, I didn't finish like? what the TikTok was that I saw. Oh, go ahead. It's not as funny anymore because it's not in the moment, but the TikTok I saw was, like, over COVID, like, quarantine, lockdown, we've all become our parents. Like, sitting here watching, like, we have our show, hmm. our program, we're going to watch the program. program. <laughs> um, the program. Yeah, our week. So, Nick was very kind to us and said, well... Let's back up. Nick was very kind to us and said, um, this week is just going to be about like completing your workouts, get them done, enjoy it. Like we're going to reduce the intensity. It's just going to be about like completion and like enjoying. Okay. Kim, how many workouts did we have that were like threshold or above? Yeah, it was definitely, I feel like more intense, but less volume. Like volume. the time was down, yes. but we were spending so much time at like, max efforts it was fun though and we did do everything except for one bike because we both thought we had covid but we've been tested and we don't (laughs) (laughs) okay it's been a whirlwind also everything has just been thrown into shambles over the last couple weeks listen people do you want to hear our place that we are currently (laughs) renting which is a condo that we rent is now being sold for the second time in the six months that we have lived here and this time the the what is it the owner is actually like very serious about this going through and so well we are not comfortable with staying here and while it's being being shown right because it's very frustrating like we live here we pay rent i understand that we don't own it and like i'll also preface by saying our landlord has been really wonderful and sweet about the whole thing and like she understands that it's like putting us out kind of to have people tour tour i just said tour the way you say tour say it tour oh Tour. Yeah, that's how I you say, say tour. Yeah. Most of the time. Midwestern boy. Um, but so she called me and was like, so I'm going to put it back on the market. And I was like, okay. And she was like, well, like, we'll figure it out with your lease. Like, we can negotiate it. Like, well, I'll let you out whenever kind of thing. It's been great renting from a single person for that reason, I think. Um, but she was like, but I do want to start touring it pretty immediately. And uh-huh. I was like, okay (laughs) we don't want to be here because people like will so there's this system for when you want to show a house where you have to make an appointment especially during covid i think you normally had to make appointments but like during covid you really do and because we live here we like kind of had the like yes or no power we had veto power 
So I would get a text message and an email and a voicemail, like phone call voicemail, every time someone was like, I'd like to see it Saturday at 8 a.m. kind of thing. Um, and I was also able to like set the hours that I wanted people here because I'm here 24-7. When she sold it previously. Yeah. Which was in like the fall. Yeah. So I'm here all the time working from home. We didn't even have a dog then. But I'd set hours like no one can come in from 9 to 5 mountain time because I'm working, right? And I'm not going to just like leave for 30 minutes, clean everything up. Because that's the other thing. Like people are in our house, in our living space. It's covid and we literally had people in here without masks, without like gloves. People were touching stuff, which they're not supposed to do. That was like against the rules. Now I'm venting about the system. But anyway, no, the whole thing is that like I would, if I would say no to something like, oh, I'm going to be whatever, doing an ab workout, taking a shower. I have a phone call with a friend kind of thing, right? Like I'm living my life. No, you're not allowed to come into my apartment, right? I would get a follow-up text from the like, leasing agent she'd be like hi i saw that you denied like 4 p.m on tuesday can you tell me why and i'd be like no <laughs> no I, i'm not gonna tell you why you can't ask why i know like we had like, zero this is, stake in it i live, live here. here i'm paying like. rent like and thus like it's in my care right like i'm paying rent to inhabit this place i'm not it's not a like timeshare i'm not sharing this space with anyone it's just else just wow basically the, We're not the sure. home ownership <laughs> system is completely broken, and I hope that the entire market crashes and everyone who owns a home gets brutally demolished in no. their ownership value, so that the oh. millennial population can finally afford a house that cost our parents a hundred grand and now costs eight hundred. Here's the thing: like, I don't want venting, 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 no, blah blah blah. I think these are also valid points. Though. I know we vent a lot, but like. I think this is one thing that we're actually we're actually right on this because when you look at the like rate of inflation of homes of real estate versus the rate of s- inflation of salaries. Oh, I mean anything else like coffees even right like cup of coffee. A yes. cup of coffee right now like I could get a drip coffee for like four bucks and it used to be like literally a quarter. Right. You know what I mean? When when our parents are buying houses, a quarter to a dollar would be a drip coffee anywhere. But now we have these like whatever they're more expensive what i'm trying to say is that happen that's like across the board everywhere it's so high i don't want to like screw over current homeowners but i do want people i want it to just stop going up like can it just stop, stop. right like i don't i don't want people who bought their house for 200 to be able to sell it now for 600 because it doesn't appreciate in value that much <laughs> buy it for 200 sell it for 300 that's fine i feel like that's a normal 250 225 like, maybe be generous like 300 okay Say no, they, that's too much. they redid the kitchen. 225. No, they redid the kitchen and people are moving to their town. Nah, There's a higher degree. Yes. No, but I guess what I'm, I, I'm, just, I'm literally Unless making they're Olympic sense athletes right now. and they like sign the walls. That's oh. the only reason that they can sell it for 300. No, well, I'm, I don't even know where we are right now. Anyways, all right. <laughs> anyway, we have to Our, move. But the really good silver lining of all of this is we are going to be maybe 200 yards from Matt and Paige's house. Yeah. We're going to be very, very close to them. But yeah. So, yeah. So this last week was just chaotic with trying to basically being informed that we have to, or not being informed that we have to vacate, but like, but like either we're you highly encouraged. Now, you leave now or, or it'll affect your life yeah. severely. And you might get COVID. Pretty much. So, so, so it was very stressful, but we yeah. found a place and yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's more space, which is like a huge plus. We currently live in, I think we've talked about this. We have like a loft upstairs and then it's basically like your standard one bedroom downstairs, one bath, one kitchen, a living room, that kind of thing. And our loft has been our pain cave, which I thought has been pretty neat. But now we're going to have like a room, like a pain cave, which is going to be really cool. For some reason, I feel like this place, we haven't been able to like customize at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel weird about putting shelves up here because she owns it and it's one lady. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like we could like hang our medals on something Hmm. other than like a towel rack hanging off of the banister. Yeah. Um, what else happened this, this last week? Um, well, we got COVID tested, but (laughs) related Boulder reduced its thing. Yeah, they reduced level. it to level yellow now, but that doesn't really mean anything as it far as means, I can tell. What it means is that the high school team 
gets to push us yeah. out of the pool early. But, but no, they don't. Not early. They just have their own time block. But like, but they pressure. They they enter in the pool zone before time. Okay, and but, there are like fifty. But of them. for whatever. But yes. However, the whole we have. I feel like we already discussed this. The no. whole issue with the whole 25 50 capacity is like that's based on the fire code not we like, discussed this in the car ride home from the pool anyways so it's based on the capacity of the fire code and the fire right. code is like how many people can you even fit in a one room and it's like okay well that's not reasonable for covid it's like restrictions a states meet scenario yeah it's like oh if we could just have an entire swim meet here and cram all their families and loved ones that they've ever had in their entire <laughs> lives into this little pool deck that is now take 25% of that. And it's like, right. no, maybe that shouldn't be it. Maybe it should be like 25% of like two swimmers per lane. And that's right. And that's the, did you know that the pool can fit 10 swimmers per lane? That's the capacity. Really? Yeah. Excuse me. I read the rules the other day. Um, anyway, 25% capacity is like the entire high school team. Eight people in lane would be, that's like a warm up for a swim meet. Dude, I can't, that would give eight. me so much. I feel like we did that at Dunbar though, back in DC. Eight was like, I'm trying to think. We definitely had some days I when feel we like were pushing the, it. I feel like the most, in college, the most we ever had was four. And that was always pushing it. Typically you'd have three and that'd be fine. And then and when I was in swimming club, I think we typically had four to five and it was pretty crowded. I feel like it's a lot easier when you're the same pace and you're all good swimmers so you can time it well. Yeah. Like you know when to push off from the wall Tip- so you're not getting in anyone's yeah. way. I mean, typically it only really becomes an issue like when you're swimming over like, 200s, per, I would say. Why is that? Because then you start to lap. The fastest person in front starts to lap the slowest person in the back. Yeah, but what if you're almost exactly the same pacing? Well, then you're fine. That's what I'm saying. Change, but but that doesn't happen. Somebody's always faster than somebody else. So the swim team is coming in. They also have a two-hour block in the middle of the day and then a two-hour block in the afternoon, like in the evening. Yeah. I just like at this point, we should rename the podcast. What are we renaming it? Life's really hard, and we're just going to complain the whole time. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's our new title. Um, well, then. Hopefully, you guys can actually come up with a good name for yourselves, because calling you the people is really getting old, and no one has suggested anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, what else has happened this week? I did a cool Zwift race. Mitch, one of our longtime listeners and biggest fans. He's our Zwift expert. Don't resident sell Zwift, him short. Our resident Zwift expert. Um, he recruited me to join like his uh, T-T his, team. His team time trial team on Zwift. There's like this series, the world. I, I'm going to screw it up. You know, just paraphrase. Basically, it's like this series of like team time trial races and there's different categories for each team based on like each writer's like capability, like ranking in Zwift. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. I, it was like a bunch of people from back, back in the Midwest that I teamed up with. Um, uh, but it was cool. It was an interesting experience. Cause like you're not on a TT bike in the world of Zwift since those aren't draftable. You're on road bikes. Are those draftable? Yeah. Cause you can draft on road bikes. So, but then you like have to space yourself out in this weird sort of interval um, so that, like, you're not drafting off of any other team. It's just, like, your team. So, like, we started, I think, like, six to nine minutes after the first team actually went off. So everybody's just, like, sitting at the gate after the gate goes down. Yeah. Which is very, which is very weird, but, like, it, it all worked. It was cool. I just want to know how the algorithm somehow figures it out and, like, instantly computes it because the results were available literally, like, ten minutes after – we finished, which I was just like, how was this possible? But we ended up finishing super well in our like category. We finished like, I think, I think we finished 17th out of 365 teams in our category, which I was like, man. One for good. every day of the year. Anyways. Which day of the year would you be? I, I am April 26th. That's your birthday. Yeah, that makes sense. Now everyone knows your birthday. <laughs> oh, wow. Not like Facebook <laughs> just publishes it everywhere. <laughs> what else has happened this week? Um, I think that's pretty much it. We had, had some runs, we've had some swims. I had a great, a couple great runs, and then Sunday I had a crappy run where I felt like I was gonna throw up the whole time. Oh, which damn. is so strange. Uh, I feel like there's something else that happened. I don't think so. 
It's been two weeks for the record. I know. I, I, I can't really think of anything momentous that has happened. Yeah, just that we're moving. That's been my biggest thing. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> Soka was off leash, everyone. Her, yes. Oh, my gosh. And we're the proudest dog parents on the planet. We brought her to the off-leash dog park, and we were so worried. But we have a friend out here, and he has an older dog, and he was like, they're just going to hang out together. So we unhooked him, and she was amazing. Her recall, flawless. Her run form, spectacular. Anything else to add? No, no. Okay, I want to... So I'm going to get into just triathlon stuff. Okay. Um, oh, what wait. do you think... Can I... Hold on. I have notes. I took okay. notes. Okay. I do have some things. Okay. Related to things over the last week. Okay. Okay. So um, I was doing intervals up the mountain in Zwift. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were... I felt really bad because they were 30 seconds at like... What was that workout? Like 125% or something absurd? Uh, yeah. It was basically like you're maxed out for 30 seconds and then you get 30 seconds of nothing or like a minute of nothing. Mm -hmm. So I was literally like at my highest power and then at absolute like no power. And this poor guy was like caught with me. So he would literally pass me. His name was R. Al Try at Least. And I want to issue a formal apology because <laughs> he was... I don't know what he was doing, but he was like with me in the beginning. And then I went for a really hard interval. So I was like gone, gone. And I, while I was going easy, he finally caught up to me. And then just as his front wheel touched my back wheel, I went again. And I felt like he was definitely so mad. Do you ever get that way? Yeah, that's just intervals. Like, I mean, I guess, but I, I don't think people ever get mad. I think I oh mean, you gosh. can see when somebody's doing intervals. Oh, you can? They have that little, like, computer screen out front of their, like, bike. Oh, and it says, like, I'm doing a workout. It says, it'll say, like, based on what zone you're in, it'll be, like, gray what? one second, and it'll turn red. You're kidding me. When you're in, like, the red. No. Oh, my gosh, that's cool. Would that happen if I were just riding, like, free ride? No. If you're riding free ride, there's no computer screen out in front of your bike. Uh, oh, my gosh. That's a little Zwift <laughs> tip and trick and how you tell if people are doing workouts or not. Wow, thank you. Maybe he wasn't mad at me then, but still, sorry, Ral, try at least. Okay, next Zwift thing. Unpopular opinion, but giving a ride on as you pass someone is like the sassiest thing you can do. Why? Wait. Oh my God. You're saying as you ride past someone yeah, else? Yeah, like Cameron Hackett is passing think, Morgan Klein yeah, and but, he gives her a ride on. Oof, that's yeah. like nice work, Shub. Not really. I mean, I think tip at least for me, I think most of the time I get right on as I'm passing someone else. Oh wow. Well, we're not all Cameron Hackett. No, I know, but I never, I never, I don't give write-ons very frequently. I only give them when I get push notifications for I, you, <laughs> Mitch, and Nick and Chris. I only give write-ons when I'm like riding with someone else. For a long time, like if and we're your, in like a, your boyfriend that one time you were chatting him in the middle of a race, in the middle of the race, yeah, <laughs> like that sort of thing. Like if I'm like racing with you and like we're helping each other, I'll give you a ride on. Like I, I, I am very, what's the word? You don't I'm have very, your phone out though. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like you're not. I but, think. I think you I'll, just have to click on their name. I literally don't know anything about anything. I can't even figure out how to chat. <laughs> I have the companion up and I keep trying to chat you while we're biking next to each other and I can't do it. But, like, I feel like I'm, I'm just, like, very frugal with my ride-ons. You're frugal. Yeah. Wow. I don't really give them any. I'm serious. I wish there were, like, a way to, to like, tell if uh, how many likes or how many ride-ons you've given in your, hi like, history. You've probably given, like, eight. I probably haven't given very many. Um, You know what you it should be is that you should get, like, a congeniality ranking if you give the most... Ride-ons. Well, there are achievements in Zwift for giving ride-ons. What? I can't tell you the, the, how many there are, but there, you get, like, a little sticker. Mitch, let us know. No, it's, it like, you can, like, Google it. I think it's, like, 10. Give 10 ride-ons or something like that. That's it? I think in, like, one ride-on session or something like oh. that. I don't know. Okay, anyway, sorry. Those were my two notes. I have another one, but it's unrelated, so. What's well, the other it. one? Oh, no, no. It's really, like, not that cool. And you have I... to say it now. <laughs> so... On my easy 40-minute run the other day, I was on the treadmill because it was, like, freezing cold and, like, icing or something. 
And I was on Spotify and I remembered an old song I used to listen to by All Time Low. So I was like, let me just listen to this. And then Spotify did an amazing thing, okay? Recommended songs. Let okay. me tell you, when you're building a playlist, <laughs> the meat of this story is that I was building a like angsty playlist of like songs I used to listen to as a youth. Yeah. Okay. And so I like picked like say 10 that I remembered like right off the top of my head. And then it gave me like whatever five suggested songs, which I've seen before and used before, whatever. But if you're trying to build a playlist, it's like really handy because you can really bulk it up, really like judge it very well. Well then. Anyway, I think it's great. If you'd like a tutorial on how to use this recommended suggested song section, like hit me up. Um, That's it. Those are all of my notes. Okay, so now it's the camp show. No, no, no. Welcome, Just everybody. Stuff. Okay, so I I feel like there hasn't been any there hasn't been any news about the tri- sorry about the Olympics. Yep, nothing. But what least. are you thinking at this point? I don't well, know if we did an update on the last episode, but I. I'm still team. There's no way they're going to happen. Iron Man 70.3 Augusta emailed us. Subject line. I know. Stay calm. It's happening. And I'm like, we hope to see you in Augusta on September 26th. Listen, that's like a year. If it's not happening in a year. Wait, that's a good. What are you talking about? I have no idea. That's a that's a half Iron Man. Yeah, I said 70.3. Yeah, I'm talking about the Olympics. No, I know. I'm giving context to how other events are still, like, worried that September it's not going to happen. Well, I just thought that marketing was awful. I thought something was actually happening yeah. with this subject line today that we received. But anyways, Lover, so on the Olympics, so what is your policy bait. about the Olympics? I was saying I don't think it's going to happen. I think I said that. You did not. You completely changed the subject. All right, everyone who's listening, please rewind 30 seconds. I was saying I don't think it's going to happen. Apparently Tokyo is, like, in lockdown and like things are only getting worse there. I, I Well, things are only getting worse pretty much everywhere and we're the only ones who are not locked down. Uh, the wild. United States of America, everyone. Anyways, that's my current feeling on the Olympics happening. I th- yeah. I saw today that so Beijing is hosting the 2022 Winter Olympics. Okay. And I saw a headline today that China will issue sanctions on any country who refuses to show up for the 2022 <gasps> winter Olympics. Are you Olympics. joking? And I'm like... Excuse I'm me? I'm like, apparently, they all think that COVID is still going to be a thing in 2022 based on that. Or, because if it, it's not COVID at that point, then it's just, I mean, then it is actually a political statement against China, but... My I thought goodness. that was a wild headline. But anyways, that was all I had to say about the Olympics and our most recent feelings on that i'd love for it to happen but i i suspect it will i just feel like every day i feel like we are nearing every like you know how like i had that sense with the with the u.s trials and the shoe decisions and stuff like that yeah i feel like we are nearing the decision of the olympics very soon just about the same time period if you go back a year i think this time last year our episode was saying that you they had until the end of March. I think that's what you said. No, it was earlier than that. Cause, Maybe it was the end of February. Anyways, yeah, it was. But I, I feel like we are very close to hearing a major decision and everybody's hearts being broken. So anyways, um, next, I did some digging. Wait, can I ask digging. a question about that? I'm sorry. What? Did we talk about like what they do with those qualifications then? With like people have qualified again for this year. Yeah, like say yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know. Most of the people who have already qualified for, like, say if if trials happened last year, if people were qualified for last year's Olympics in 2020, most of them just rolled over to 2021. But sports that had not yet qualified, I think, are now entering a new qualification period for like for this year if that makes sense like u.s track trials has not happened yet u.s swimming olympic trials has not happened yet so like nobody's technically qualified so those are still yet to qualify but like if the people have already qualified i.e like um molly seidel Mm -hmm. and like like the marathon winners like galen rupp that sort of thing yeah i don't know if they delayed it a whole nother year, yeah, I don't like know what, what would happen then. Because, like, I thought it was in debate for this year. It's like, uh, I don't know if they should take those athletes yeah, this year. Right. 
I didn't feel like they should have a whole new trial system. I kind of think so too, but then but like, I want if those they delay it a things. whole nother year, I'm like, ooh, then they, I feel like they definitely need to, but I, I don't know if they would. I don't know. <sighs> Speaking of my side out, um, Saucony. Yeah. Is seemingly like. Churning them out. What do you mean, churning them out? I thought they just came out with a new shoe. No, I mean, the Convara 12, I was more talking about oh. they dropped a couple athletes that I've seen. Oh. Yeah. One, one, most notably being Molly Seidel. Noah Drotty. And Noah Drotty. Who's like been just performing at the top d- of his class. dominated at the Marathon Project like literally a month ago. Yeah. And it's like, what What just happened? Yeah, why do you think? What's your and, theory? And the thing is, it's like, I mean, I, from what you and I have seen, I mean, I don't know what the actual business is behind a lot of these companies, but like, I feel like the majority of companies right now are doing better oh my gosh than if it weren't covid time which i hate to say but like i like i know sneakers are doing fine yeah because people are buying them yeah people are buying them because they're outside walking they're running they're doing their workouts they have money to blow like we keep talking about i know that sounds awful but like if you're i think there's a very distinct like there's what (sighs) If you're at our socioeconomic class or above, I think. If you're middle class or above, would you call us middle class, lower middle class? Probably, yeah. If you're at lower middle class or above, I think at this point in time, you are, you have well, some is, money to spend because we're well, yeah, not spending it on lattes. I'm not going out to eat. We're not going for drinks. Like, we're not doing anything. We're not traveling, which is a huge chunk of our budget is travel. Well, I think for most people, it's going out to eat. Right, but I'm saying for for us. But yeah, for most people, it's going out to eat. It's going out for drinks. It's happy hours. It's like, I don't know, Ubers. That kind of thing like really adds up. And if you're not spending $10 a night on Ubers, like you have $100 every like so-and-so weeks, you right, know? Right, right. So I think a lot of companies are doing better however for some reason i don't know why it's happening because seemingly everybody still goes to work somehow supply chains are being disrupted which again that doesn't make sense because i see everybody going to work still like nothing is happening yeah but we're also not the supply chain yeah yeah but but so anyways so that but what i'm saying is like supplies have been like supply has been down so that's the only thing that i can venture guess as to why sales would be down as if they don't have the the stock the stock in order to keep selling that the crazy high demand Anyways, yeah, they dropped those two athletes. That's all I really had to say about that. The other thing that I've noticed is a lot of triathletes have dropped their shoe sponsorships. Yeah, probably in favor of Nike. Yeah, well, not in favor of Nike. They won't get sponsored by Nike, but they want to run in their shoes. Right. So I feel like a lot – I've seen some pros who have turned to being sponsored by, like, their local running shop, which I find very fascinating. Well, you because they definitely don't have they definitely don't get paid as much as they once did from like Asics or from Hoka or wherever. Right. But I mean, they might still get a free pair of Vaporflies or something, which I mean, in their eyes, probably is more than they could ask for. But, anyways, moving on. Um, what is next in the triathlon news? era world uh, paula finley she announced oh her new gosh. her new bike sponsor she did she went to specialized i just don't understand i we just aren't specialized it. fans i think a lot of people think that it's like i i, I can't even equate it to cars so innovative it must be like the mercedes-benz of cars or something no dude it's the bmw of cars Oof, that's tough. <laughs> Plastic steering wheels included. <laughs> Damn. Dude, I gotta know. How the heck do you clean your hydration? The I think it all pulls out. I just like I just see that getting molded. I mean, I'm sure she I mean she's on their payroll now, so she has to say good things about their bike. Yeah. And she but she was just like blown away by how like she was just amazed at how good this the shiv looked. And I'm like that thing looks like the goofiest bike I've ever seen in my whole she life. She also used to ride Trek, so I don't believe her. The speed concept? Chef's kiss. It's the most beautiful bike I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's go- Oh, speaking of speed concept, speaking of Trek. Okay. New paint. 
new icon to talk about this because we've never liked it they keep coming out with these like super wild like almost punk like paint splatter crackle paint with like like dinosaur purple hologram holographic paint underneath like black and i just like am not into it i feel like i want like the classic colorways it's the same thing with the I'm looking at you with the Trek Segafredo thing up and helping you with the segue here. It's the same thing with the uniforms. Oh my God, just stick with the red and white, please. Black, red, and white. That's what I want for both men and women. No, women is blue and white like zebra stripes. I like the women's uniforms. No, I want the classic. Classic. Everything, please. Well, anyways. Speaking of Trek Segafredo. They also announced that their men's and women's team are going to have... Same base salary. Oh my goodness! Thank God. Wait, base salary? Yeah. Excluding what, like race winnings? Probably like prize money. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. T God, that should have happened a long time ago. Well, I mean, huh? prize money should be equal too, but well, but I mean, like well, the men win be, a race and the women don't tough. win a race. Like that's it's, what I'm talking about. That, that, prize money. I'm, that's a tough subject because, like, the men. The men's Tour de France is going to have more viewership and more more prize money involved than any women's race. Yeah, but sponsors, you're not... It's not even the viewership as much as it's just like you need the sponsors to buy in. And there are so many big corps right now that would be more than happy to sponsor a women's event because yeah, they need to no like... There's no way they're going to pay the winner of the women's tour $600,000. Yeah, but like they could. Maybe double the number of sponsors you have for your event if people uh, aren't going to buy in that much, you know? Yeah. There is potential for... I would love to have it, but I just, I'm just i just telling you there's. That's, we just need to happen. give women's sports a chance. Like, cycling is... It, the, all of the arguments for men's sports, all right, hear me out, are uh, that men's sports are so much more aggressive, which, like, frankly, is like a lie. Can't prove it, but I know it's a lie. There, are, I haven't read any studies. From my own experience, women's sports are just as competitive and just as aggressive. And cycling has nothing to do with physical aggression. Right. Right. So like at this point, it could be just as exciting. We need to get the same announcers and we need to get the same hype around it. Like we can generate that hype. We've done it. Have you heard of fire festival? We can generate hype for things. Okay. Anyways, um, what's next? What's next? Did we talk about the... Ooh, I want to keep talking about cycling, actually. Okay. So, continuing on with cycling, there were two, like, very controversial decisions made by the UCI, which is the governing body for cycling this last week. Some, I think both of which include, or not include, but both of them include, um, not include, what am I trying to say? Both of them, like... Regard. Regard triathletes, and a lot of triathletes have actually, like, spoken out about it. Um, The first one being that they're banning the super tuck, which is... The position that, like, I don't even know who made it famous, but it's like when cyclists sit all the way down and, like, rub their chest, basically, on their top tube, and their, like, their chin is resting. Yeah. Yeah, No, not on your saddle. But, like, your head's low. Your chest's on your handlebars. On your top tube. Wait, what am I talking? Oh, um, who does it in triathlon? Does Seb do it? Seb does it a lot. Um, and like your chin is like resting on your handlebars basically, your, or like, like your stem. pelvis areas down. Yeah. Your pelvis is also on your top too. So you're all scrunched up down in between your saddle and your handlebars. Yeah. Um, they're banning that position because they're saying that although a lot of pro cyclists do it and it's like the most aero position while descending during that that is somehow encouraging recreational cyclists to do it because, like, we take note of what Let the pros me do. Tell you, I Wait. do it on my way down left hand every. T- That's a lie because I know that I can't handle my bike that well. So they're saying that a lot of me's do it out there, and that that's extremely dangerous and like hurting us. So. Oh. That's very controversial. But the even more controversial Ooh, decision was today. Um, today, as in February eighth. Yeah, they are banning the forearm, or they're planning to ban the forearms on your handlebars position. So basically, like, oh. the closest thing you can on get to... On a road bike. On a, yeah, on a road bike. It's, like, basically the closest thing that you can get to riding a time trial bike on a road bike. So that actually has some serious... Which is, like, honestly... Implication for, like, the tour. Basically, people are just extremely making fun of the UCI and all their goofy rules, like sock length and all sorts of crazy stuff, because 
it's just absolutely ridiculous, and frankly, it's hindering innovation, in my opinion. Well, and the other thing, I mean, we've talked a lot about that, but the other thing is that they don't always enforce these rules, and, like, they only enforce them, like, yeah, 12% of the time. But, yeah. like, that is, like, what is wrong with that position? Why is that considered unsafe? Or... Well, I mean, you are losing some stability there as well. I feel like you could get some death wobbles like that, especially because you don't have handlebars to hold yeah, on but... to. You know? Why? Why is that? I think it's wild that they're like, pros, you're not allowed to do this because the like impressionable amateurs might do it as well. Yeah. It just seems like silly. Because you can't outlaw age groupers. The problem is is that this is like just like killing cycling, in my opinion. Oh, I disagree. I think people are still going to do it. That's what I was just trying to say. No, they're still going to do it. I'm saying that like by hindering innovation and stuff like this and making all these goofy rules, I feel like you're, like, losing out on viewership and interest in the sport. Yeah, but how are those... How are either of those things hindering innovation? I I don't know. I think they're just, like... That's, like... It's, like, a form rule. That's all. I think... I, I don't know. I think it's hindering innovation and all their rules surrounding the bike and what tube shapes and lengths and fits you can have and how far up your arms can go on your TT bike. And uh, it's... uh, I think it should just be whatever. I wish that it could just be... Until there's something like super unfair, then I think that it should just be whatever limit that people can create. Let people go wild again. Again. Yeah. Like blood doping and all that. Not like that. No helmets. No, I'm not talking about that. Aluminum discs. I'm talking about like, I would love to see like, like Ventum type bikes and like Diamondback Indian type shaped bikes in, in time trials and stuff. Like I would love to see all that. But for some reason, the UCI says those aren't road legal for them, but (sighs) anyways, moving on. Cam has a lot of feelings on road bikes. Yeah, anyway, so next the in terms of almost going back to like Tokyo being delayed. The other thing that was delayed uh I guess Tokyo back has in been the delayed. Day. What? This was delayed way back in the day. What do you mean? Oh, I guess the first time, right? Yeah. Well, it's been delayed again is uh, we'll get to the point. Collins Cup. <laughs> it has do been delayed. Do you want to guess what we're talking about? The Collins Cup which was like the the PTO's like premier flagship. event flagship event the first time around that the PTO was announced and it was supposed to happen last May it got rescheduled to May 2021 it's now been rescheduled to August 28th 2021 um which in my opinion puts it incredibly close too close to Kona. to Kona and also world champs 70.3 world, 70.3 world champs and I don't know if that will lose out on participation. For which races, though? For, I would I say for the Collins, Collins Cup, Cup. But my thing is, like, are all these PTO athletes, like, contractually obligated to participate in the Collins Cup? I think they are. Which I would say they probably are. Well, <sighs> I mean, we've seen it before. We've seen, maybe not necessarily with Kona, but we've seen, we've talked about this in the past, we've seen Paula race head, double headers and win yeah i guess it's far enough out but it'll still i don't know i mean it makes within a racing schedule it makes sense but when you compare i think when you have kona in the conversation if it's 70.3 worlds i think you can do collins cup 70.3 worlds in two months and you're fine yeah but i think when you're doing collins cup and kona that's a different beast i think you can't i don't know if you can go full gas at Collins Cup if you want to be able to compete and be a contender at Kona. I don't know, but it'll be interesting. But yeah, I think that was one of the reasons why I thought this week that there's going to be an announcement about Tokyo coming up. You think it's going to be this week? No, I just thought... Oh, you thought With that this news this past week, I thought that Tokyo was... Like, there's news surrounding Tokyo, basically, is all I was saying. All right, so. next up. Um, Ellie won. We love Ellie. 
Okay, that was like the only race news this last. Or I guess I there's know. a couple. There's another type of race, but um, was Brandon Hello Curry West, in this race? No, not to, to my knowledge. Hell the West Try, which is in Australia. Um, I wish we were in Australia. I don't even know the distances of this race. Who the heck knows, man? But on the women's side, Ellie Salthouse won. Woo! And on the men's side, Steve McKenna won. I don't know who that is. Me neither. Good for Steve. Yeah, good for Steve. Also good for Ellie. Heck yes, Ellie. Ellie looks great. Ellie looks like she's very fit and has not let up on her training. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah, proud of her. All right, what else? Um, so in like big time news, I guess Ellie hopefully is big good, time news. Hopefully good for triathlon news. Um, the who announced it? The Phoenix. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Phoenix Project, or oh, whatever yes, it's yes. called, they announced two new endeavors that they will embark on. Which I have a lot of feelings on. Go ahead. So the first one um, being the Phoenix Sub-7 for the men and the Phoenix Sub-8 for the women, which is to complete a full iron distance triathlon um, for the men in under seven hours and for the women under eight hours. And the participants on the men's side are Christian Blumenfeld and Alistair Brownlee. And on the women's side are um, Lucy, Charles Barkley, and Nicholas Spierig. All familiar faces. Yeah, I However, think... However, the bike is draft legal. Doesn't count, in my opinion. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Would you consider L.A. Kipchoge's breaking to a... A a legit record. You're backing me into a corner. Because it's here. like that is like what what we would consider currently the limit of what humans can do. If everything is controlled and we can do it, humans can break two hours. And that, in my opinion, yeah. that sets the precedent of like records can be highly like, controlled. Or or not necessarily that. More like okay, we see that breaking two in a marathon is totally possible, and now I think that the actual world marathon record will probably be broken. Right. Because right now it sits at like 201, and I think somebody's going to go 200 something in a legit marathon without drafting and stuff. Right. And, and I'm like, and yeah. And so like for this, race. it's like, okay, if like you can draft on the bike and stuff, yeah, and say they do break seven or then they do break eight. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's at the precedent. Like, hey, women can break eight. Let's go do it for every race now yeah but drafting i think that's such an advantage i mean it is especially over a full distance race that's a huge <laughs> power savings or energy savings rather. yeah yeah i mean it is and i think like what are they called like are are they what are they calling it because it's not an ironman record in my opinion it can't be because it's not well, it's not going to be a legit but there aren't any ironman records really i mean there are right but we've but talked about like, the course specifics there's and, no real like like I, legitimate record especially for like the olympic or sprint distance i mean there technically is for like there are recognizable records for the half and full distance however they're so variable from course to course that it's like right. if you want to set out to beat the record you have to go to I, I don't know okay but i like i feel like this leads us into dangerous territory of thinking that like a record in such a controlled space as like an indoor pool a bike trainer and a treadmill is a record because I don't think that even counts as a complete distance. Like, I don't think you're racing if you're just swimming in a pool, biking on a trainer. I mean, they're still going to try and do it. I don't know why. I'm just trying to debate the merits of the record. But it's not like a, like Ellie Kipchoge's breaking two. What is not an official record. It's more just like, Hey, we can break two. A precedent setting. Yeah. (sighs) <sighs> that's this fine is. i just like it's i another, was like, so media hyped about it and then i saw that it was draft legal and i got really bummed it's another media stuff what do you think about the choices of the athletes uh i'm surprised that like danielle reef wasn't selected considering she's currently our fastest female doesn't she like hold the kona record right now by like mm, an hour i don't know i think the men's choice are good yeah I think the women's choices are. Does Nicholas Spear even do full distance? Not that I'm aware of. So what the heck? I think she was chosen because she can keep up with Lucy and swim. But that's it. 
I think I think people can. Who else? Lauren Brandon kept up with Lucy in the swim. Yeah, but I don't think Lauren can keep up with her on anything else. I'm surprised it wasn't like Annie Hogg. I just think like Lucy is too powerful of a swimmer and not on the other. I mean, she's very good at the other two, but like, I feel like. I mean, since the bike is draft legal, I think the biggest thing is going to be you need a strong swimmer, but not as strong as like a Lucy or somebody you need two Lucys, which doesn't exist. And then like. Okay, but like also, what about Jan? What about Javi? I would love to see Javi and Alistair race together to try and do it. I'm just, were they looking for very similarly matched people who can like even each other out? Like is Nicola a fantastic cyclist or something that Lucy will draft off her the whole time or something like that? I don't know. I have no idea what I, they're going I for. would almost choose someone who can run. I know. Because I'm thinking that's the only sport that you can't draft. That's the only one that you're like pretty much on your own. Like I would choose, an like I said, an Annie Hogg who... Like, maybe can catch up over the course of a swim bike with the help of drafting. Yeah. But then can, like, run away with it. Do they have to finish at the same time or just one of the four has to break? I think it's just, like, two of the four. Interesting. Well, I get, when is that happening? No idea. That's all we know right now. I teased it. Yeah. So, anyways, next. Um, In other race news, sort of, the... Pro Zwift Tri-Series, which is actually like a duathlon series now, which is kind of interesting. Um, the first one happened last week. And so the it's basically a bike-run-bike format. And this last one, it was a time trial bike first stage. Then they got like 10 to 15 minutes of like transition to the run, basically, because they have to like get set up on a treadmill. Right. And then it was uh, like a little over 5K run. And then they got back on the bike, and it was like a crit series bike. Fun. So, but here we go. Uh-oh. It's just completely tear it apart and how awful it was because oh. the comments were absolutely ruthless. You hate commentators. What? No, no, no. I'm not talking about the commentators. I'm talking about the comments during the, the actual event. The, the comments during the actual event were just like, like ruthless. They're like cutthroat because... So the TT event happened, and it was worth points, like, going from 20 down to 1, right, for however you placed. And then they set out on the run, and basically a ton of athletes had technical difficulties transitioning to the run because, honestly, I feel like that would be pretty difficult to do, number one. But the actual run itself was, first off, horribly explained during the event, Apparently, it is not set up like in the same way as the time trial of like the first place person gets 20 points and the second place person gets 19, yada, yada, all the way down. Okay. It was actually set up of, as like the runners are just randomly assigned paces and whatever pace you finish this 5K run or a little bit over, that correlates with how many ever many points you get. So like for the men, it was like a 515 pace or something on the treadmill. For 5K. So if you went 516, you like got screwed you got like ni- No, you got 19 points. But I'm saying like if the pace was 515 and under, but you went 516 not knowing. Sure, yeah. Then you lost like 50 points. Yeah, it's like one point. Right, but. Yeah. So basically, I just thought it was ridiculous because like it wasn't actually a competition. It was just like what pace can you hold? And that, that's it. Right. So it wasn't like who can hold the fastest pace. Right. You weren't I mean, really racing. You it wasn't really racing. To. It was just like, yeah. It was. It was so bizarre, and it was so poorly explained during the event that everybody was just like throwing up question marks in the chat, <laughs> and it it was, it was just awful. Like what they should have done is whatever your place in the time trial was, is where you like you should have been staggered started in the run. And then, like, those two events correlate to whatever place you get, and then that's how many points you get or something. Like, it was just, it was very poorly done. And I was also one of the people tearing them apart in the comments because, again, they are a billion with a B Wait, dollar company. on Facebook? On YouTube. Okay. They're a billion with a B dollar company, and they, I, I don't know who the brains behind the operation are, but they need to 
shape up because it's awful. And then the last one was a crit race, which is fine, but that was it. That was it for that section. Um, what else do we got? The other news of Zwift, which I think is actually pretty exciting, um, the S the Super League Triathlon Arena games, which were like those the the whole triathlon set inside a like natatorium. They like swam in the pool, bike beside it, and also had treadmills in there which was actually really exciting. That was like the first event during COVID that actually went on. Um, that is actually coming back. So the first one will be March 27th, um, and that'll be in London. And then it'll also come back to Rotterdam, and that'll be a April 18th. So that'll be cool, because I thought those series were cool the first time I saw them. Yeah, It was I like really exciting those. and really fast-paced, like very like TV-friendly, I thought. So... Next, um, we talked about her a while back, and also in terms of Swift racing, but Antonina Reznikov is banned for <gasps> what manipulating race data. Are you kidding me? In Zwift. Wait, so, is this the girl? Is this the lady that we tagged all the time? Uh, it might have been, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And she was like the one who had like the power dropout and stuff are you literally i'm checking our dms right now because we had rather i had a conversation if this is the same person stand by please stand by i'm literally scrolling oh my gosh if this hold on i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry say something oh my i'm gonna cry oh my gosh we had so many d i literally dm'd her so we tagged her okay we got a smiley face back tagged her another time and we said rather i said i feel like such a i feel like i I've been hoodwinked. I said, you crushed it today. Nice race. She said, thank you. I didn't even expect that would happen. The whole race had a very high pulse, but in the past I was a cyclist on a velodrome and knowledge of sprint tactics came in handy. Also known as, excuse me, what? Cheating? Yeah. Do you, so, did she cheat in all these races? I'm going to cry. I'm close what, to tears right now. All I know now. is that she manipulated races. She there. said, That's you can so save not. a lot knowing the right tactics. Oh my God. And then she that, said... <sighs> I said, you crushed it again on like her fifth race. And she said, good days happen. I'm literally, I feel betrayed. A lot of people are also calling out um, the guy who's been winning all the uh, um, the men's races, Anthony Costas. Yeah. They all think that he also cheats. Okay, and so I guess he dual, he dual records, but like, again, Zwift racing is totally different than real racing. Yeah. But, like, his performances on the real stage in triathlon is nowhere near what apparently he can do on the bike in Zwift. So it's very interesting. So do we know what's the... What are the... Is this proven? The Antonina just... Reznikov actually is banned from Zwift racing. Woof. Okay, do we know how she did it? What are no. the allegations? Oh, I didn't look into it. Other, I didn't read the article. It's on Triathlon Magazine Canada. I just saw the headline. I'm honestly gutted. This was like, I was so hyped for her. <laughs> I really, this is another moment for the Tyra Banks meme. Say it, Cam. I don't know the Tyra Banks Yes, meme. you do. I, I did it like weeks ago and you got mad at me. I don't know it. It's the, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. That. So anyways, that happened. Um, okay, so next. Since Morgan's just crying about that one. So Challenge Miami, which is set to happen in March currently, and I, I fully plan on it to happen because Florida just Has nothing. Super Bowl. Yeah, Florida just doesn't care, basically. Uh, so the lineup for Challenge Miami is shaping up to be extremely impressive. Um, so far we have names like Annie Hogg, Lionel Sanders, Sam Appleton, Sky Mensch, um, um, Tim O'Donnell, Rudy Von Berg. Did I already say Sam, did I already say Sam Appleton? I don't know if Sam Long has been. (laughs) (laughs) When you said Sam Appleton the first time, my first thought was that's the only one you needed to read to look (laughs) at. To anyone. Oh, Paula Finley's also coming back. I'm sure Eric Lagerstrom is also coming back. Basically, it seems like 
a, a decent majority of the people who are at Daytona are also going to be at Miami. Mm-hmm. And the format is exactly the same. It's like they swim, bike, and run all in the same stadium, which I think is pretty cool. But And it's the same distances as Daytona, so like not quite a half, but also not an Olympic. Have they released any streaming information for it yet? Not that I have seen. How did we watch it last time? Last time it was on Peacock. Really? Yeah, it was on NBC. Wow. But I would assume they would live stream this one too. Okay. Hopefully. I think but, they YouTube lived it too, right? Something mm, like that? I don't know. Okay. But it's shaping out to be actually a good race, and I think a lot of people are realizing that their races... Challenge races? Uh, well, yeah, but I'm saying their races currently are very in question and up in the air and they should race basically whenever they can because who knows when they'll be able to race again and they can get some cash money from challenge and the pto PTO, yeah Yeah. um and i guess my last news of the day the wildest thing i saw today i actually just saw today wild um north face came out with a carbon plated shoe what for trail running no it's called the flight vective I didn't know North Face made shoes. They do. All right. And it's a trail shoe with it's a carbon got, plate. It's got, like, cleats on the bottom. It's a trail shoe. I know. Okay. It's got, like, the grippies. I don't think they're cleats. I think it's, like, they rubber. They look metallic. Okay. But yeah, carbon-plated trail shoe. So there you have it. That's the first one I've seen. And, like, again, from all the research I've done, it's more about the foam than the carbon say, plate. it's not the plate. I'm sure that the plate would help with the stiffness aspect of the shoe but i i don't know i've always heard that you should never wear these types of high i mean i don't know what the stack is of the shoe but i've always been told to definitely stay away from any high stack shoe on trails because you're gonna literally break your ankle can i ask a scientific question okay of my resident scientist cameron i am not a resident scientist so you know how I've never Our claimed wheels are to be... carbon, right? Yeah, okay. Like zip. Yeah. And we're afraid that like if they get a nick or something that they're going to explode. Okay. Is that like on anyone's radar for the Of shoes? the shoe? Well, they're not exposed carbon. But like with a trail shoe scenario, like is it possible that like maybe i just don't think that they would explode i mean they're covered in either layer with foam yeah but like you know how you can like feel stuff through your shoes even when like obviously we don't have a carbon plate but like say you're the foam underneath the carbon plate right like if you're the foam like you're feeling stuff theoretically you'd think that the carbon plate would be able to like feel like princess in the pea style like you think that if you hit a big rock it's just gonna like <laughs> Kind of. Like, not but just carbon explode is so with the, stiff. But not, like, explode with the contact with... I step on a big spiky rock and, and it, like, pokes up. Okay, not explodes, but, like, that Splinters. makes... That dents it enough to, like, someday down the line, I'm sure I that's happened. I'm sure that people have ran on a, on a trail with their alpha flies and destroyed their carbon in it. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Okay, so you think that's happened? Probably. I'm sure some idiot's done it. But what are you saying? I really had no thesis. I was just wondering. It was amusing. I don't think that it would explode. And I mean, the thing is, is that like if your disc wheel explodes, you obviously can't keep cycling because you're crashing. Yeah. But I don't know. Like if, if your carbon uh, plate explodes, it's like it's not exploding really. It's just not as stiff anymore. Yeah, you just get like, a regular if you, sneaker. Yeah, if you have a hole in your sneaker, it doesn't like your foot doesn't explode and you like can't walk. No, anymore. no, I'm like, I really had no agenda going into this. I just was thinking. I think you would just have a hole in your shoe. And no, you probably not even perform- a hole. But I'm just saying, like, say there's like a literally like a knife rock, a nail or something. Yeah, nail, and yeah. it goes through it. But it doesn't hurt your foot. Because <laughs> you've got the carbon Because <laughs> you got the plate. But it punctures the plate just enough to stop the nail. It just mix it. Mix I'm the sure plate. the performance of that plate would not be as... Optimal. Optimal as normal. <laughs> but your foot also wouldn't blow up in the process. I never said blow up. You jumped to that I know. conclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the resident scientist, remember? <laughs> all right, that's all I've got. All right, well, thanks for joining us for another episode of FTP for Triathlon People. We have enjoyed talking to you. One of us has enjoyed talking to you. Guess which one it was. Ahsoka. (laughs) Um, No, it was me. Um, So we will be here same time, same place. 
probably again in two weeks. I think this is a pretty good cadence for now um, since things are pretty slow. But tell a friend, bring them into the fam. Rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment telling us you think our dog's really cute. Love that. Five stars. Um, Yeah, stay safe. Take care of each other out there. Take care of yourselves. And we love you.